of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Good to have the head of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce joining me for a few minutes here for a conversation on Lincoln Live. It's Jason Ball with me. Uh, happy Give to Lincoln Day, Jason. Yes. What a great what a great day for this community. Um, I'm so excited about what the Lincoln Community Foundation is doing in terms of encouraging philanthropy uh, here. You know, they're they're a, a big partner of the chamber in in so many ways. And you know, for folks that don't know, today is Give to Lincoln Day. So this is a way you can give back to your community and the program that they support, and that's all on the uh, Lincoln Community Foundation's website, which is, I think, lcf.org, mm-hmm. right on their landing page. Lincoln Chamber always wants organizations, whether they're profit or nonprofit, to do well, and when nonprofits do well, the yeah. community in a whole does better. So, yeah, the Chamber is backing up Give to Lincoln Day. Uh, Jason, I looked at the calendar. Good grief. Time's flying. Four months. <laughs> Yeah. Since you came to Lincoln and uh, had new business cards made up as the head of the chamber. Uh, tell let us in on what you've observed. You're not new mm-hmm. to Lincoln, obviously. So you've got a unique eye about being here, leaving, coming back and what you see happening in the future through the chamber. Yeah. So uh, uh, this week I crossed the four month line uh, on this job and I cannot believe how quickly that time has gone. Um, I think uh, you and your listeners will be aware I've been out and about in the community having a conversation or a coffee or a lunch or a dinner or a drink with anyone who will take it with me, trying to learn from the business community and our other stakeholders. What does Lincoln need? What are our challenges, opportunities? What should the chamber be thinking about in terms of leading? And, and where should we be supporting other organizations to, to accomplish their work? Um, and so I've done a fairly comprehensive a community and organizational assessment uh, for the chamber and, and looked at several factors, including you know, the chamber's uh, engagement with our members and other stakeholders in the community, our uh, relationship with the city of Lincoln specifically, as well as the county and how we can expand on that to, to help grow the economic vitality of the region, uh, economic development and, and the challenging environment related with uh, business recruitment, business expansion, entrepreneurship and, of course, workforce. Um, what our tourism and hospitality industry is needing and looks like. That's been in the news here recently as well. Uh, chamber policies and advocacy that we're doing on behalf of businesses every day and, and marketing and communications. And I have presented much of this to our, our current leadership and board stakeholders. And the Dale, skipping to the end, the big outcome from this is the chamber is embarking um, on a strategic planning process. Um, This is something that we spoke about at length during the interview process when they were evaluating whether or not they wanted to bring me in to do this job. And uh, the the chamber's due for one. We haven't had a strategic plan in place since the second Angelos economics study that was done back in 2012. So that's that's already a decade old. Um, The first Angelos economics study back in about 2005, 2006 is what sparked the Vision 2015 group to form. And out of that is what came Pinnacle Bank Arena, 
West Haymarket Development, uh, the Antelope Valley Project, any number of other other projects has really moved the community forward. And it's it's time to catalyze that type of thinking again and take a new and fresh look at what are our needs now? What do those look like now? Jason, and I think you offer a very unique perspective in the fact that you were here. So you have a, 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 a line of demarcation, so to speak. What was here when you left and then what was what is here now having come back? So I think you offer a, a very unique opportunity for the chamber. I, I hope so. I mean, it's it's a community that has changed um, fundamentally in the decade that I have not lived here. Um, downtown has moved. You know, we've seen some exciting expansion, say, the Telegraph District or in the West Haymarket, obviously, with the Pinnacle Bank Arena. But we've also seen some changes in what the, the, the what used to be the core of downtown, what still is the core of downtown um, in terms of there's a higher percentage of residential space compared to commercial space, for example. And that can mean good and bad things. Um, but it is going to change the nature of what the economy in downtown uh, looks like. You know, more, more broadly speaking, we have needs for housing everywhere and housing of all uh, nature, shapes and sizes. And so the chamber is, has, has really moved into supporting, uh, yes, affordable housing, um, we're probably going to make some contributions financially to the um, community development resources group um, to help support expansion of that. I know the city's heavily invested in that, as well as other partner organizations. But we also need to be thinking about um, extending core arterial streets, uh, water and infrastructure so that we are expanding the community. We have got to grow. And uh, one of the ways we're going to keep housing prices from continuing to escalate the way they have been is just get more rooftops up high-end rooftops starter homes uh and and, and uh, lower income or subsidized housing we need all of that in Lincoln. so those are two examples of things that we're looking at i think people with planning planning backgrounds jason i think will be happy to hear what you have to say because a community that desires growth, if it just is scattered willy-nilly like grass seed out in a yard, you, you're asking for problems. And Lincoln has never done that. I can remember when the comprehensive plan was so downtown focused that the, the fringes suffered uh, mm -hmm. because so much force and pressure was placed on downtown. The spotlight was so bright and it just wasn't happening. And that changed. Uh, so I, I think planners listening will be glad to hear that there needs to be some, if not concentric, because we've kind of gotten away from that. The city has hit some floodplains on one direction, interstate. We've jumped the interstate to the north. It's growing to the south. East looks better than it did two decades ago. Uh, the fact that there's a plan behind the growth will be a welcome word. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you think about we've gone through the process and the significant investment to put in the South Beltway. That's going to get completed uh, not only on time, but as I understand it, a little bit ahead of schedule. Um, and if we're going to take full advantage of what that investment and project has looked like, we need to get infrastructure out there so we can see uh, business development along that corridor. And, and it will happen. Um, but we've got some difficult um, 
questions to address in terms of how do we fund that infrastructure and how quickly can we get it out there? I drive by Standing Bear a lot as I head south out of town, and it just looks like it's out in nowhere land. But you and I both know that sooner rather than later, there will be businesses and residences and infrastructure and roads. Same for the new uh, high school going out uh, northwest in Lincoln. It looks like it's out there by itself, but soon... All of the houses, all of the business. Fallbrook. I drove by Fallbrook the other day, <laughs> Jason. I remember when it was out in the middle of nowhere and between the trees yeah. being uh, 30 feet taller than they were when it was first put up and all the new businesses. That is a beautiful part of Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're going to see more beautiful parts of Lincoln get at it. I'm, I'm very optimistic and bullish about what our future looks like. Can you tap into a little bit more? Take us through the pages of your observation that you've been here. You've already talked about needs of uh, housing, needs of infrastructure, those sorts of things. Can you share something else that you're passionate about that Lincoln needs? Yeah, well, obviously, in this environment, it won't surprise anyone to hear that workforce programming Mm -hmm. is going to be of particular interest and a target. And what I'm hoping to find out through the strategic planning process with the consultants that we will end up working with um, is, is what are other communities, other peer communities, Midwestern communities that are about our size? What are those communities doing? Maybe that we're not. What lessons or programs or opportunities can we just steal from? Um, because I, I, I don't mind duplicating things that work in, in other communities if it appears to fit here. Um, so workforce is going to be a, a, a big focus within all that. I think the Lincoln Chamber will also visit how we're talking about Lincoln as an entity, its brand. It's not the city of Lincoln and not the the chamber specifically, but how are we projecting Lincoln as a brand, as a place to uh, live, work and play, as they say? Um, You know, we did that 12 years ago here at the chamber. I I think we're due for a a, a refresh at that. So those are some things that we're looking at. Um, You know, we're we're trying to expand how we um, work with several of our elected officials at various levels of government, all levels of government, really, and how we can um, just get them plugged in a little bit more to our, our stakeholders, our members and their business needs. Um, I, I think sometimes it's one thing to hear it from myself or our lobbyist team here at the chamber about here's what business is thinking about. I think it's a different thing to go out that and experience it, you know, on site or hear about it from business leaders uh, directly. And I know that several of our elected officials do that. They hear it, but doing more of that is always a valuable thing. And also throughout my career, I've been surprised that sometimes selected officials have limited opportunities to have those conversations. And so we want to be the, the convener, Uh, related to that. So those are a few more things that we're specifically looking at. Jason, what's our brand now? You talk about changing a brand, shifting it, making it a a, a deeper subject. What's our brand now? Yeah. And and so, uh, and I want to be careful about this, Dale, because I'm not a branding expert, but um, I can tell you when we initiated the brand that, that, um, uh, was developed uh, based on research from Bailey Lowerman and uh, creative was provided by a company called Arch Rival, a youth branding agency right here in Lincoln. Um, the, the concept that they came up with, if you'll recall, was called Life is Right in Lincoln. And they don't mean 
right in a political sense. It had nothing to do with left-right politics. What it, what it had a focus on was life in Lincoln is a perfect fit. Life in Lincoln is a perfect balance of the things that you want out of your community. So we've, we've got a, a, a community that, that um, has great amenities. Um, you can still drive across it, uh, depending on where you're coming from, in 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes at the outside in bad traffic. That's, that's pretty good. Um, there are amazing, leading uh, professional development opportunities for people that are launching careers here. And of course, we've got um, all the benefits that come along with a highly diversified uh, economy. And so that's the brand that we're operating under uh, right now. How we project that externally is the big question I am asking. Um, because while I, I think many of the elements that we have used effectively here, like the um, not only the, the, the visual identity, but also fun things to uh, what our tribal called surprise and delight people, like the, the fun um, street signs. That's the, the chamber implementing their brand recommendations, just as one of many examples. Um, you know, we've, we've done a good job, I think, of rolling that out and leveraging that fun brand as a, a place to live here locally. Um, I'm looking for opportunities of how we can extend that brand presence into other geographies because we have got to compete um, when making people aware of what the great opportunities here in Lincoln look like um, and begin to project into their minds what it might be like to come move here for a job but also uh, live here and, and establish a, some roots and a family if that's what's in store for them. Jason, just a few seconds left. Your strategy timetable. When do you see the strategic plan making it onto paper and for what duration of time will it consist? Yeah. And so the these are goals, but there's some flexibility around it, Dale. But um, I really would love to have the bulk of this work completed in draft uh, rated review uh, in December, January. Um, and I, I would love to be able to roll this out to the community um, in the early part of next year. Now, we got a long way in between uh, having that product ready to go and now, but um, we're excited to get to work on it. Jason, always good to catch up with you from the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Uh, you have yourself a great Memorial Day weekend. That should be a lot of fun. Weather's going to cooperate. Get out and have a good time. Thanks so much, Dale. Appreciate it. Jason Ball joining me from the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce for the conversation on Lincoln Live.